Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode. And leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at Theater in the Now, and visit TheaterInTheNow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. It wasn't a mash, it was a ball. A monster ball. And joining me to break it all down is someone who isn't scary because she's not a runner-up. She's a winner. It's Kiki Ball Change. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm, I'm curious to know how many people like understood that reference. Obviously, I'm referring to um, Brooklyn's uh, disaster of an idea. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to talk all about that. So, where did you watch the episode? I watched it at the West End. Um, my show, Kiki with Kiki, was right after... Um, and sometimes I watch it at Boxers near my apartment, but I thought I'd just get ready early and head down to the West End and nice. sit and watch there. So that's hosted by Miss Diamond Wickfall? Yes, it nice. is. I decided for this week to go to Mom's mm-hmm. in Hell's Kitchen, and that was hosted by Megami. Yes. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it was a very different experience, because usually I'm at uh, the Chelsea Bell with Nicole Anoscopy, mm-hmm. where it's a little interesting mix of people because some people are actually there for drag race and some people don't know they're there for drag race mm. moms they're all there and they're reacting and some of the reactions are very fascinating yeah i was especially this episode it was like yeah. there was a lot to react to there sure was <laughs> and you know what let's dive right into it okay um so it's post-elimination mercedes is gone and the girls are heartbroken because she was a sweetheart but mm-hmm. not a contender no not at all. Opulence. Opulence. <laughs> she lost everything. She did. Uh, but they all give their best tribal scream in her honor. Yeah. And I'm not even going to make you try to do it. I'm not going to. <laughs> I think that's a little appropriative. But Yep. Um, well, Raja plans on bringing her positive energy moving forward. Like, she can <laughs> And that. then literally two seconds later, she uh, called Evie out for being trash. Yeah, she is... We're going to talk a lot about Raja, because I right. have a lot of opinions. Yeah, I do too. Um, Scarlet is feeling her own, so she reminds everyone that her casting was called out as great. Mm-hmm. Because apparently that's how you become a Drag Race superstar, is casting. I mean, if RuPaul gives you a compliment, you milk it for what it's worth, I exactly. guess. Exactly. Well, Akira calls out Vanjie and Brooklyn, and we learn that they have a crush on each other. And I wish you I learned. knew... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I wish I knew what it felt like to have someone crush on me. Yeah, me too. It's been, like, since, like, high school, and I'm, like, really old, so that's a long, long time. Well, Raja states if she has to lip sync week after week, she will. But Evie, the instigator, reminds her that she's got to apply her judge in the challenges first. And, yeah, oh, hell no, Miss Raja, don't smack that man. I I just, like, I... I understand, like, the feel... Like, because they talked about this, too. They said, like, if I have to lip sync, like, I'm ready. But, like, you should be going into the challenge thinking, like, you're not going to have to lip sync. Right. Um, well, Raja thinks Evie is wearing trash and is gagging at the smell. Um, and too bad the rest of America does not agree with you. Right. Like, she must be so mad at these confessionals. People, like, people only lash out because they're self-conscious about yeah, themselves. there's a lot of jealousy. Yeah. Um, also, did you know that Raja is from the Big D, which is apparently Dallas and not Denver? <laughs> Oh, Raja. Well, it's time for the next day. Nina reveals that the couple named for Brooke and Vanjie is Brangy. And are you getting a Brangy shirt and hat? No. Yeah, neither am I. I just... No. No. I think they're milking it. Well, speaking of milking, Silky, uh, she talks about her next man and proceeds to kiss Miss Nina not once, but twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a funny moment. It is a funny I moment. I mean, I wish people would kiss me, but actually that did happen last week at Iconic. Love um, that. Virginia Thicke kissed me um, during her Kiss Me number, um, mm-hmm. where she was trying to get a first kiss and proceeds it by eating a can of sardines, an onion, and... I got that first kiss and it was a smell that I'll never forget. Not that. It was a lot. Well, Rue comes in and asks who played with dolls as a kid. Did you play with dolls as a kid? I I would decorate dolls as a kid. I would like yeah. give them haircuts, I'd paint their nails. Oh, I did, I never went that far, but like I definitely had dolls that I played with. Um definitely had um trolls. Um I was and, a Barbie's girl. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I had whatever there was. I had a lot of yeah. Disney princess things. Mm. Um, well, the mini challenge is each queen must transform themselves into a living doll that can be Rue's ba- Rue doll's BFF. Um, but first, let's bring in the b- giant doll herself, Trixie Mattel. Yeah. Were you happy to see Trixie again? I fucking love Trixie. Is Trixie on the show forever? You know, I think they're maybe grooming her to take over. You think? I don't know. I mean, like, I... I don't. I think is she the right fit though? I think it's Alaska. Alaska should be hosting next. Well, I mean, I I think if here, it were, here we let's have a panel of Alaska, Bianca, and Trixie. Oh my God! Can you imagine? That would be amazing. Can you imagine? That would I'll be insane. It. I think like, I think with if it were like an earlier drag race, I think Bianca or Alaska would be a great host. But now that they're doing this commercial drag race shit... It's true. They gotta... I mean, they have to have a queen that's commercially successful, and that's Trixie. Well, Trixie reveals that the secret to being a best friend is you have to be nice to everybody because you never know when it's gonna come down to a jury vote. Mm -hmm. The shade. The shade. You know know what? what? Chantel is doing just fine, Shanji is doing just fine, and honestly, if the show and Trixie can lean into this joke, let's just keep doing it. At least they're self-aware. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to talk about some of the um, dolls that they created. Okay. Again, some great, some were there. Uh-huh. Uh, Plastique was Plastique. Right. And she's not just a supermodel. She's a manicurist. Yeah. I mean, her look is ins- Asian inspired. And honestly, the beat is the worst we've seen her look. I was, I, I mean, it's good she went first because she got out of the way. I yeah. was not impressed by her doll at all. No. Nina went as Gloria Freebush. <sighs> The best. When you pull her strings, her pussy grabs back. The best. I thought this was a clever idea. With I would an, actually um, buy that doll. Yeah, with the Jan- Janelle Monet inspired vagina mm-hmm. pants. I just wish we had a little more time with her because it was an important mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. And the show just brushed it away. Mm-hmm. Sugar was Flaquita. I don't want to say the rest of the name because I don't remember it. Um, and she was definitely that lady you see shopping at Rainbow because, let's face it, that <laughs> entire outfit was inspired by Rainbow. <laughs> it was bad. Um, Sticky as Sticky Finger Silky. Um, I don't know what made her a doll. I don't remember hers. It was like blue fur fringe and blue hair. And... So her fringe outfit. Yeah. Um, but she drives a donut truck. Right. That was funny. I did, I think, I thought that was funny. Yeah. But that was it. Evie was Uranium Evie. And you yeah. can shave her periodic table and watch her watch the hair grow back. And honestly, this is what we expect from Evie. Yeah. I mean, Evie is incredibly smart. She's incredibly creative. And I thought it was a great choice. Yeah. Well, Ariel, she was awesome, Ariel. And if the queens are the ones who pick the names, no shit, you're a loser on this show. Right. Um, the look was really great. But if you call yourself a living brat doll, like, shouldn't you... She, she should have done, like, the full Bratz makeup. Right. I mean, yeah, you should, they only had 20 minutes to get oh, in the face and everything. But, like, I think you could have prepared for this mm-hmm. challenge a little more because they knew ahead of time. Yeah. Just saying, like, I yeah. may or may not know things. Absolutely. But. I mean, of course they know everything. Yeah. Well, uh, Scarlet was stupid Scarlet, and her face was stupid. I thought it was hilarious. I love a good stupid joke. I'm I'm enjoying Scarlet this season. Yeah. I was very worried about her. I she's selling it. Yeah, she's literally like a more polished Tammy Brown and I'm living for that. Yeah. Um Raja was Starkeisha Booty La Raja. Um and that was a badonkadunk. It was. I wasn't impressed. Uh, was this the best? No. 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 I think they were like, Rue, laugh for this one. And well, she did. Yeah. Well, next we had Brooklyn as Bachelorette Brandy. Yeah. And finally, she's giving us some longer blonde hair. <laughs> um, it's very animated, and her hips are double-jointed, just like Katya. Yep. And, f- oh, no, no, we have two more. Vanjie as Miss Vanjie. I, could, um, I want Vanjie to take over Drag Race. I would oh watch God. the shit out of Vanjie. Well, she's coming for Trixie's gig, so maybe that yeah. is the lineage. Um, she's attending Hook and Night School so she can get her degree in stripping. And Vanjie forgets to stand still for the photo, and that's just actually Vanjie in a nutshell. <laughs> and finally, it's Akira basically as Inmate 304, um, mm-hmm. and that is one scary one-armed lady. I thought it was funny. I also realized something the other day. Do you know her name is a pun? Yes, I do. I just realized that, like, two days ago. She carries a Chanel. She carries a Chanel. I died. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, so somehow Raja won the mini challenge and I'm perplexed. Yeah. I think they were just like, all right, well, just just give it to her. Yeah. But th- this is not the first one she's won. She's won before. Oh, yeah. Well, like, but this one I felt like was unwarranted. Yeah. Well, it the was, other one was unwarranted too, but. I just, like, okay, 
we can talk more about this later because I have a lot of opinions about this specifically. But like Nina's was so. I know. I don't want to. Like, I'm mad, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Raja gets a thousand dollars to Cool House ice cream, and I hope she invites all her sisters for um, a pint. She did not seem happy about that prize either. She was like, "I'll take it." It's ice cream. It's ice cream. Why do you not want ice cream? $1,000 worth of ice if, cream. If she's lactose intolerant, fine. But we haven't gotten that storyline yet, so I have no yeah. sympathy. It's like when Sasha kept getting, like, prizes that she wanted. Hair products. Yeah. Burgers. Oh, God. She doesn't eat meat. Um, Rue reveals that it's Halloween time because we're throwing a monster ball. And ironically, the monster ball happened to be on Lady Gaga's birthday. Yes. Coincidence? I think so. I think it was. Uh, <laughs> the categories are Trampy Trick or Treater, Witch Please, and MILF, Monster I'd Like to Freak. Mm-hmm. What would you do for each? Ooh, okay. I also, uh, we'll, we'll talk about this in more detail. I was very upset with the runways because I feel like regardless of what I would have done, like, that is your one, like, Halloween in general is like your one chance to, like, go all mm-hmm. out. I think, oh, what was I going to do? I mean, Witch, like, I... Don't know what I would have done for witch, but I love, like, a hat. So I think I would have brought, like, the biggest witch hat on earth and just made that my statement piece. Or just been a big witch hat. What is that? Like, my whole gown, yeah. like, would have been, like, the brim. Anyway, I don't really know. I haven't given much thought to it. But I know... Oh, I know. For the monster one, I literally want... I wanted to be, a, like, a creepy mermaid. But, like, sexy? Or maybe this was... I don't really, I'm rambling, but I wanted to literally just like crawl out on my hands because uh-huh. my legs don't work because I'm a mermaid. Sure. And then do something with that. I don't really know. And then a trampy trick-or-treater? Um, hmm. Maybe like a sexy Where's Waldo. Okay. All right. That's fun. <laughs> well, it's sewing time and Silky starts off asking what a devil would wear and Akira says, Prada. Ha ha. Ha ha. Funny. Um, Silky then puts on some werewolf hands, thinking that's what a devil look would be. <coughs> and I'm worried about Silky. Like, she's a doctor, but what? she's missing something. Yeah, right I don't know how she got her... Unless she's just literally putting it on that she doesn't really know a lot. Like, she couldn't even read in the Rachel Maddow challenge no, last that was, week. No, it was bad. And I was like, how do you have a doctorate? Yeah, well, we learn that there are cliques in the workroom, and Silky is part of the Dream Girls, comprised of Akiria and Vanjie. And she thinks they're going to be the top three. They're no Heathers. No. (laughs) Well, Evie thinks the judges have been lenient on Silky because of her personality. Mm -hmm. And maybe she's not wrong. Yeah, she's not. Well, Silky is not a Halloween girl because she's not a freaky bitch. Um, She may be in the bottom, but she's ready to lip sync if she is. You sign up for Drag Race. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing. I, I know you're not a spooky bitch usually, but like in Drag Race... Be a spooky bitch. Exactly. Take that time and opportunity to, like, show what you can do. I agree. Not what you already do well. Well, now that the the seal has been broken, it's time for Vanjie and Brooklyn boo time. It's going to happen every episode now. Yeah. Um, and it's how cute. Stop shoving your love down my throat. Not all of us are blessed with crushes. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Rue waltzes in and starts with Nina, and we learn that she loves Bride of Frankenstein, but she decides to, rather than uh, Bride of Frankenstein, she's going to go with more of a corpse bride. Mm-hmm. I would have sure. loved to see a Bride of Frankenstein. I agree. I think that would have been really cool. It would have been fucking cut. Especially because that's what Rue apparently wanted. Yeah. Um, Rue reminds Nina that she had an issue with the last sign challenge, so Nina will tone down the voices in her head. Do you have voices in your head? I sure do. I think we all do. Rue comes over and reminds Sugar that she has won zero challenges, <laughs> and now she has a fire to win. Will that work? No, it will not. Um, so we learn again that Sugar dabbled in drag while she was in the corporate world mm-hmm. and saved some money and risked it all for drag. Would you do the same? Um, in some ways, I have. I didn't have a six-figure salary, but I was... Right? When she said that, I was like, girl. <laughs> I know. She gave it up, girl, but she's doing great. Um, I... Yeah, I mean, I gave up a lot of, like, my theater life that I was here for, for drag, but it's still art. Yeah, it's true. So I'm happy with it. Well, Brooklyn reveals that her design aesthetic came from what looks good on her body, and again, not all of her blessed with a banging bod. Mm-hmm. Rue wants to know what her scary look is going to be, and Brooklyn says that she's going to be a sexy pageant girl, but the runner-up. Okay. Which, like, would would work if 
you had a, a slightly better concept, but yeah. just having like doll heads on a crown was not it. So basically, she's going for an Ari Durchi look. <laughs> you said doll heads. It was you set me up right there. <laughs> you set me up. I love you, Aria. Too soon. Um, over with Plastique, Rue calls her a sewing bitch. Uh, Plastique is going to be a dark angel floating around, but still looking for the D. Mm-hmm. Um, not the big D, because that's <laughs> that's Dallas. Dallas. Um, Evie Oddly used to have a boring who gives a shit drag name. And I want to know what that boring who gives a drag name was. It's probably like um, Vanessa Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, let someone do your research. Find out what the name was. I'm ready to find out. Um, Evie wants to do glamorous with a nod to her odd, but she doesn't want to come out entirely as a monster because that would be too predictable. But sometimes predictability works. I was going to say, that was her challenge. She should have won right? that. She should have gone all in. Um, Vanjie sees Ariel's Party City Mermaid costume and fears the end. But we're going to talk about uh, Vanjie and Party City in a little bit. <laughs> um, Ariel needs more green tools so it doesn't look like Spirit of Halloween. Can she pull this off? No. No, no. Brooklyn demonstrates that she's going to wear a single snake around her head. And Akira speaks for all of us and is confused as all hell. Mm-hmm. Scarlet doesn't approve of all the scary, spooky skeleton ladies in the room because you have to know your his- history. Instead, she's going to serve you, and I quote, creature of the Black Lagoon. Isn't it creature from? Correct. Know your history, Scarlet. <laughs> um, she puts on a face, um, which is still covered, and as Akira says, she's straight to DVD. And- I will say, though, actually, talking about, um, uh, uh, who was it? Oh, the snake head. I would have loved to see Medusa. I agree. That's what I thought she was going with. Right. But I guess there's only one. one. There's only one snake in the workroom. Okay. Actually, there's probably a lot of snakes in that workroom. (laughs) Um, Well, Raja calls out Scarlet because she thinks she's serving, but the only thing she's serving is holes. Booty holes. Cue the coin cat's phrase. At least Raja got something out of the show. Yeah, she's going to have a lot of... Booty holes. Yeah. Well, it's Elimination Day. Ariel is excited because it's her chance to express herself through spook delusions um silky doesn't like going out and drag on halloween and raja we learn is a halloween queen because she got the littlest amount of foundation like plastique why does she got a rib everybody because she's self-conscious well plastique reveals that when she started out she used to do spooky dark makeup and i want to see the receipts i do too like that was the moment she's in the house of edwards so i keep waiting and waiting and waiting to see that house of edwards come through yeah me and too i'm disappointed every week yeah well silky does the segment it's really bad all you got to know is dollar tree to the runway it was really bad yeah that was an awkward moment i don't know like they kept on doing it like yeah cut it out i was like this isn't like the big moment for drag race that we're all gonna quote and remember like no. no, but Dollar Tree to the runway, that was funny. It was. Um, I do appreciate Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree, sponsor me, please. I will take <laughs> everything for a dollar. All right, it's time for the runway. It's um, the Monster Ball. First off, what did you think of Rue's look? Um, I was with Diamond Wakefall, and she literally said, well, right when Rue showed up, she said, I have that outfit. She, like, it's... ASOS. Yeah, Rue, come on, girl. Yeah, her outfits are not. Well, I mean, when you've done how many episodes of the show at this point, there's only so much you can do. And like, I mean, I'm sure there's not a single designer who wants to design for RuPaul, right? Come on, like maybe that should be like the spinoff show designed for RuPaul, (laughs) and you have a bunch of these like amazing designers. Yeah, all these amazing designers who designed for the girls for the show. Mm -hmm. Let them design something for Rue. Yeah. And let Rue showcase that and give names to these people. Yeah. But that's just me. I mean, especially for, like, a Monster Ball episode, Rue could have, like, because Rue wore, like, I think a Catwoman out, uh, outfit one episode yeah. a long time ago. Like, I would have killed to see her in a fucking, like, pumpkin outfit. Yeah. Anything besides that. Just something ooky spooky. Something ooky spooky. Well, we are not Tudor booting. We are going to play Monster Smash okay. or Monster Bash. Okay. So Smash, if we like it, Smash like the TV show. We okay. love Smash. Okay. Bash, we don't, we okay. don't like bashing people, but okay. we know how to bash people. Let me see if I can pull up some of these outfits. Yeah. I, I tried to pull it up on the wiki, but they weren't posted yet. Because um, we have 33 outfits to go through. Let's do it, girl. We're going to start with the Trampy Tricker Treater. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Akira. So... 
She's a sexy car dealer. My trouble with this is, in some casinos, there's there isn't anything new about this because sexy is inherent mm-hmm. in a some car dealers, especially in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, the garment alone, I love it. It sparkles in all the right ways. The bow tie is big, and I love it. The hair is subtle, and it gives way for those feathers to be a feature. Mm-hmm. It was cute. I liked it. Yeah. Um, was it giving me sexy? Yeah. Nah. It was sexy. Light. It was, yeah. But overall... It wasn't like, it wasn't like a child's costume. No, no, no. It was no. sexy. But no, for me, it was a monster smash. I, I appreciated mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Next up, we had Vanjie, and she's an angel. Apparently a Victoria's Secret angel. Mm-hmm. Here's my issue. The bottom of the wigs were dragging. Mm-hmm. They were just a little too big. They, they were too big. They didn't fit her right. Yeah. Um, and and if you're going to do like a big wing, like do a Courtney Act wing. Right. Like that like opens. Mm-hmm. And the thing with the Victoria's Secret Angels is those are structured pieces. <coughs> yeah. This was flimsy. Yeah. And we've seen her in a corset and boobs before. Mm, like there's nothing new. Um, and it's an expensive outfit. And maybe on the right person it would be sexy. Because when she opens her mouth, and it's like, oh, not sexy anymore. <laughs> that being said, aesthetic look, monster smash for me. I appreciate it. Yeah, she looked pretty. So it's a smash. smash. For you. I'll give it a smash. Plastic, simple but effective Playboy bunny. It's a smart idea for her because it's kind of unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the hair. I love her in blonde. Like this was a moment for her. It was a smash for me. I yeah. would have liked just a touch of humor. I think like just saying like. Adding some glasses and saying I'm Gloria Steinem mm-hmm, mm-hmm. would have been just the little extra it needed, but I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I, I was here for it. Yeah. Monster Smash. Monster Smash for me. Um, Scarlet Envy was a sexy sea wench, and I was here for it. Um, I liked it. I loved it. Look, the black and gold with the goldish hair was evocative. I'm turned on, and I would let her walk my plank. <laughs> Monster Smash. Monster Smash. I liked the whip. I would have maybe liked... Like, instead of the whip, like, something a little more piratey. Okay. Like, maybe a hook or, like, a, a, hook, okay, a big okay. sword. Yeah. I think the whip was just, like, I've never seen a pirate with a whip. So that was... Yeah, no, no, that checks out. That's the only thing. It's like Indiana Jones pirate. Yeah, but I still liked it. Yeah. Nina West. This is perfection. Uh. Sexy Audrey 2. And Audrey Phoenix is shaking and crying uh. because she didn't do it. <laughs> um... There were so many Venus fly traps because, um, as we learned, you don't feed the plants, so this is what happens. This is how you do campy green hair. I'm obsessed with this look. I watched the pit stop, um, and Jiggly was like, this wasn't sexy, and I'm like, I disagree. I... This, for Nina, this was sexy, it was campy, this is what Nina West does. Yeah, it was a winner in my book, and honestly in everyone else's book, I think. It was so well done. It was incredible. Monster smash. Monster absolute smash. And then we have Raja O'Hara. Um, maybe we have to blame All-Stars 4, but she was a cat and a basic cat wearing a mask. It wasn't no puss in boots, honey. No, like, this is drag race. Paint your face. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to her other look, but, like, the other look makeup looks like a fucking guy. And again, I think it just goes back to, like, having a creative mind. Like, I would have done something, like, I would have done a versatile face that I could use for each look. Right. I if you can't, like, don't put on a mask. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, there was something really off about this. This was a cop-out look. Yeah. Um, I'm just not impressed with Raja. I don't... I for think me, she's the next to go. I think she was the last pick for the season. Mm. And she is skating her way through by pure. I know, luck. I'm surprised she's like lasted this long. Um, and again, like, she is a Davenport, apparently. Mm-hmm. And an O'Hara. Well, you gotta Davenport's do a little better than this. letting anyone in, I guess. <laughs> Truth. Well, for me, this was a monster bash. Not good. Yeah, it Not was good. a bash. Oh, Sugarcane. Poor girl. What the hell is this? <sighs> If Sad. you're going to give us troll doll, your face color better be match the body. It has to be blue. This was a fail. But it also wasn't like, it was like troll doll, but like Smurf, because she was right. blue. And the thing with this is like, I understand we have like the troll movie and like that's our yeah. new reference point to trolls. 
Look at their hair. It's they stick up. It's but like, her, it looked like the Indian god mm-hmm. Vishnu. Vish, was, yes, yes, it, yes, yes. Like that's what it looked like she was trying to do. But then she said she was a troll doll. I don't know. Honestly, I would have gagged if she came out as like literally Smurfette, like completely yeah. blue, blonde hair, white apron. Like I would have died. Yeah, this was a big miss. It was. A, um, awful, awful. it was a monster bash. Yes. Brooklyn Heights. Let's let's talk about it. She's wearing bandages and it's very pedestrian. We've seen this hair on her. Mm-hmm. I think the reason we are gagging over this runway is simply because she did it all on point. Yeah. And I'm sorry, my dear, that's just a distraction. It was fine. I get it because, like, ballet shoes, you wrap them, and so it worked that she, like, wrapped her whole body. Like, I get it, but it was a cop-out, I think. Yeah. What about this was new and sexy for Brooklyn? Right. Because she's already especially, said she's a ballet dancer. And especially after doing, like, a bandaged look last week. With, like, the straps. Oh. Yeah, and she did, um... Oh, never mind. That wasn't... Yeah, so mind. for me, I want more from her. Because mm-hmm. well, this was basic. Yeah, I mean, when you can't have designers do your runways and you have to rely on yourself, it's, you get a bandaged runway. Well, Monster Bash for me. Yeah. Ariel Versace. Okay, this is high concept from Ariel, and I'm excited by it. I love the PVC look. The story of the needles representing her um, injections, I think it was really great because, obviously, we can see that in her face. Um, I like the cut of it, of the mermaid bottom with, like, the hoop in the middle. It's mm-hmm. different from her. I actually like this. I one. really, really liked it. The hair it... was perfection. Mm-hmm. This was a monster smash for It me. was a smash for me, too. It it set us up to expect the rest of her runways yeah. to be on that level. And, like, later on, we'll learn that Michelle's like, I don't like the cut of it. I disagree, lady. I disagree, too. I thought it was a great cut. Evie motherfucking oddly. <laughs> Let's dissect this, because it's brilliant. Oh. Um, she's literally wearing a kid's costume on her head and her hands and her heels. She's a smart fucking queen. I didn't like it. You didn't like no. it? Okay. So, okay. What I appreciated for Evie is, like, we got a softer beat. Mm-hmm. It was sexy with, like, the blonde hair. And it's unexpected yet right for her. Like, she showed that she can do glamour with her odd twist to it. I Okay, go for it. We're allowed to disagree on this podcast. I appreciated the look. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I just thought it looked cheap see and yes it and that was the purpose of it i think yeah. if you put that on raja we would be screaming and saying that was horrible you put that on scarlet we would say it was horrible for evie it's her aesthetic and that's kind of why i think it worked mm-hmm. for me it was a monster smash it was a bash for me all right there we go first disagreement <laughs> um and finally in this round we have silky and this is not a good-looking <sighs> unicorn. No. If the horn wasn't there, I would have no idea what she was no. going for. She just was there. as She was silky. Yeah, monster with bash. With a horn. It was a monster bash. All right. Time for which, please? Oh, God. Okay, Akira, Um. So, like, there's a raven on her head, and she's evil witch via Charlize Theron, and I didn't get it. No. Um. I don't understand why she has tinsel shoulder pieces. I barely remember her look. Let me um, it was just an all-around miss for me. I think it was a miss for me too. Um, I, I don't even remember it. Yeah, exactly. Like she had like the, um, she was trying to be like the evil witch from Snow White and the Huntsman, but like I just didn't see it. Oh, oh, yeah. Cause, oh wait, oh no, that never mind. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what she was going yeah. for. Monster bash for me. Monster not bash for me as well. Um, Banji. This is not a witch. This is a what the fuck. Like, if we want to look at the piece itself, it's fine. There's nothing spectacular about it. But, like, what about it says witch? It was this one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a witch for me. It's not a witch at all. Not at all. Like, we're giving her a free pass on this. Like, this was a monster And again, it's it's a silhouette she's done. Right. Oh, God. I love Vanjie, but... She got to bring it to the runway, Yeah, this girl. was not good. Monster Bash for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about something great. Plastic Tiara. Um, this was her attempt on Melissa Fint. Mel- Melissa I can't say Maleficent. it. Maleficent. 
There you go. I'm tired. Um, I wish it was a little more than Aaliyah with a cape. That mm-hmm. being said, she looks stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't deny that beat. Yeah. It, she's an incredible makeup artist. She looked good. Um, for me, it was a monster smash. It was a smash. If she had gone in a different order, maybe not. But coming after Kyria and Vanjie, yeah, yeah, you look great. Yeah, um, Scarlet Envy, thank you for coming out of the box. This was a great look. I love this Swamp Witch realness, mm-hmm. um, and I love that she wanted to make herself look ugly. Yeah, I just wish the prosthetic nose were blended into her face a bit more. Mm, I can agree with that. Um, and I think my favorite part of the look was the interpretation of the witch hat. Yes, with the light on top, and I love that she was a Fire Island witch. Yeah, you had the light on top, you had like the brim made out of um, sticks. It was great. It was a really smart concept, Yep. and something I don't think I would have expected from Scarlet. Um, That's what I think is I'm appreciating about Scarlet, is like, we see her in New York Mm -hmm. as this gorgeous walk-around beauty queen. Is she a woman? Possibly. She's giving us different things on the runway. Yeah. While ge- serving the Scarlet we know in the challenges. I mean, that's the thing. It's like everyone can gag about all these girls that look gorgeous and whatever. And they wear the same silhouette every week. But for me, you're going to impress me if you have, like, concepts. Mm-hmm. You've thought through your look. And it's not just about looking good on the runway. Yeah. So for me, Scarlet gets a monster smash. She gets a monster smash. Nina West. Oh, my God, yes. Well, who the hell thinks of a Salem witch? It's fantastic. It was everything. It was simple. It wasn't over the top. It was evocative. Having a very basic, like, cut-out flames on the bottom, so smart. My question is, does she float? That's a Monty Python <laughs> reference for you young kids out there. Um, again, when Nina does smart campy, she proves that she is a contender for this title. Yeah. Um, I hope she gets the recognition she deserves from social media because she got... Royally fucked on this program. Absolutely. Um, this was a monster smash. Absolutely. So good, so good. Um, then there's Raja O'Hara. Um, you needed to hear that voiceover in order for her to justify how this was an Aussie and witch. However, yeah. Miss Raja, Alphaba isn't a denizen of the Emerald City, so this right. Honestly, work. I was waiting for. I mean, regardless of if you want to be Alpha or not, like witches are green too. Like mm-hmm. I would have died if someone came out fully green. Yeah. Again, like yeah, I say the same thing. If you, she needed more green tint in the face, and that hair did not look purple. No. Could not have told you that was purple. Mm-hmm. This was a. I think, if you saw her at a show in this look, amazing. She mm-hmm. looked. It was really expensive. It looks cool. She sold the garment. Failed the challenge. Yeah, I mean, also, like, what witch wears, like, what witch do you know is in all green? Yeah, she, again, she was going for what she interpreted the Wizard of Oz to be, and she just... Has she seen the Wizard of Oz? No, apparently not, and that's what was, like, she was wrong. Elphaba, the Wicked Witch, is yeah. not from there. No. This whole There's point no of this. There's no witch from Oz, you or gave, from the Emerald City. Yeah, There's you, no... you gave me, like... You gave me one short day in the Emerald City look. Like, yeah, I mean, sh- if the challenge was like the Wizard of Oz, or the whatever challenge from season seven, where they had to make over the season little eight, people, yeah, yeah. or season eight, yeah, I yeah. mean, fine, it'd be great, but it's not a witch. Yeah, monster bash for sure. Mm-hmm. Now we have Sugarcane. Now this was smart. Yes. Bloody Mary is a cool concept, and this look... Um, this looks nothing okay so yeah let's discuss that (laughs) so i at first did not know that bloody mary was a witch because that was never part of the lore that i learned as a kid all i knew was like you say bloody mary three times in the um the mirror and then she appears ah okay i have now been told that bloody mary is a witch that was stuck there that is the extended part of the lore okay so now i understand it not that I was wrong, I just didn't know the full story. I guess I understand that, but if it's something that not everyone knows... Yeah, and that was my concern, but apparently the panel knew, so they oh, were fine with it. Okay. Um, for me, it was grotesque, but it was still fashion. That's what I... I mean, I expected looks all like that for this week. Yeah. I was very happy. I it. thought it was a monster smash. Yes. Brooklyn Heights. I've never seen Suicide Squad, so the Enchantress reference was lost on me. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, but apparently she's a witch. I, I guess sure. so. Sure. Um, very regal, very sexy, and I like it. Um, apparently Kara was, played the Enchantress in the movie. Mm-hmm. Is this a coincidence? I think not. I, I think not, too. Yeah. I think it was planned. Yeah. 
overall, the look was great. It was a monster smash. Yeah. Just didn't really... It was Brooklyn Heights doing Brooklyn yeah. Heights. She danced as well. Yeah. Ariel Versace. Um, <laughs> I love this from Ariel because it's a little different from her. Does it say which? Not at all. I When she said Meryl Streep into the woods, I was like, okay. But, like, again, it's just, like, I kept waiting for someone to just show up with a completely different concept mm-hmm. of the witch. And, like, or just, like, taking a classic witch and just doing it really, really well. And no one really did that for me. Yeah. And that was just, I felt like she was wearing all black with blue hair and called it Meryl Streep. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is now con- kind of contradicts what I was, what said about Raja, where it was a bash. For me, Ariel had a monster smash because I liked it better, and it I understood it more as a witch than yeah, Raja's. Yeah, I mean Raja was not a witch at all, but hers at least I could say okay, like you're wearing all black, and like witches yeah. wear all black. Evie oddly, um, again, this is a sexy look from her. Um, it's a little spooky though. Um, I love the hat covering the one eye, and then the other eye just being completely white. Mm-hmm. I mean, those contacts are horrible. Uh, never worn them, but I've heard bad things. Um, everything about this is different, yes, yet it's accessible and reads witch. Yeah, I mean, again, it. what I said earlier, I was waiting for someone to take, like, a classic witch and just do it really well. Yeah. And I felt like having the hat, having, like, the eye, having the crazy smile, mm-hmm. doing the reveal when she turned around, I thought it all worked yep. really, really well. I Monster Smash. Yes. Finally, Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Eveline from The Wiz. I loved the idea the concept was perfect it needed to be much more than this yeah like i understand the critiques that the original eveline was very grotesque and ugly that's not really how it was in the um the nbc live version Mm -hmm. and i think that's where she was getting her reference point Mm -hmm. from it's playful um i don't have no bad news for her because i i liked it um and i think this was the most thought out look that silky's done all season Mm. Um, for me, it was a monster smash. It was a smash. I think I would have liked this skirt to be a little longer. But... You mean you didn't love that hoop? No. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're going to do a fucking hoop skirt like that, like, make it a hoop skirt and make it huge. Yeah. Like, not fit in any doorway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I appreciated it. It was good. Now we got the MILF Eleganza. Akira. Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna make a build statement and people can get mad at me. Are those the same hips everyone got down on Honey for wearing? Those are the same motherfucking hips that Honey wore in her B um, entrance look. Oh, it was like they don't look like they fit right. It's the same giant silhouette. They're both doing bugs. Mm. Why are we ripping on Honey? I thought it worked. Um, that being said, she's a sexy spider, um, but those pool noodle tentacles <laughs> are cheap as fuck. <laughs> Um, I'm really on the fence on this look because I feel like at first glance, her second and third look blend in together because they're both black Mm, and mm -hmm. neither stand out. Yeah. I would have loved, have you seen Coraline? I have not. No, it's incredible. I would have loved like a spider look where the legs like came out from the hips Mm -hmm. down to the floor instead of out from her back. Yeah. Well, and and that's where I got confused. Like, again, first glance, you see the second look, the witch look, and this Mm -hmm. one. They both have extending out of the the sides. One was tinsel, one is arms, but they still blend in together. Yeah. Um, I think if you're going to be a spider bitch, like, be a a real spider bitch. Don't just put some arms on your back. Yeah, if I'm comparing this one to the other one, I like this one better, so I'm going to say it's a monster smash. Still not, didn't do it for me. It wasn't bad, so it was a smash yeah. for me. Vanjie, this is a monster? Like, is she a zombie still in the grave? Is that the story we're going for here? Like, I don't get it. So when she, like, the first look, I thought she did Bride of Frankenstein. Like, I saw the big headpiece, and I thought it was Frankenstein's bride. And I said, yes! And then she walked out, and I was like, oh, never mind. So, after calling out Ariel earlier in the episode about Party City look... <laughs> I'm taking a guess that that fucking gravestone was from Party City. It and it kind of it was a fucking par- It was falling forward. It was a Party time. City gravestone. Do not tell me otherwise. Yeah, she wasn't a monster. She um, was the dirt under the gravestone. Well, speaking of dirt, I am over this obsession with the sparkle chest. I'm done yeah, with it, it because was it's cute, not. But it's not filling the entire chest. See, I. I mean, we said about Silky earlier that they give give her passes every week because of her personality. They do the same for Van. I agree. Like, 
Vanji wears the same thing. It's either the boobs, week. no boobs, and the chest. It, and it's, Michelle it's, already called her out for wearing right. glitter, and she's still doing it. Right, and it's the same. Like I don't, I don't understand. Again, I'm not a drag queen. I'm not a makeup artist. I don't understand the aesthetic of having a half painted glitter chest. Is it to hide the tattoo, which you still see? What, I don't know what. what it, I mean, I, I liked it the first time I saw it. I do like it, but I, I just think seeing it every week on RuPaul's Drag Race, like the height of drag, is like. Show something else. Yeah. Commit, bitch. Yeah. Monster Bash. Not here for it. It was cute. You can say it. You can smash I might it. give it a smash just because right. it's just... It's just... I liked it. But. Plastic Tiara. She's a death goddess and I love it. It's creepy but very sensual. Um, and this is how you smize. Um, the makeup is just impeccable. If this is what original Plastique was and this is the evolution of Plastique... Mm. I'm very happy to see her on. I liked it. I'm going to give it a smash. I think, personally, if she was going for, like, Grim Reaper, I would have loved to see a big robe with Mm -hmm. a hood. And I would have liked maybe just more skeletal makeup besides Mm -hmm. just her mouth. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to defend her, but I'm assuming it was a timing issue because Mm -hmm. this was the third look of the uh, night. Yeah. Um, And again, because, like, this this, the MILF one is the one they had to create there. I'm sure she just didn't have time to make an entire fucking... True. I forgot that was one they had to make. Okay. Uh, who, who who knows? Yeah. I mean... I still give it a smash. Yeah. I know. Absolutely. Definitely a smash. Um, Scarlet Envy. Um, I'm proud of how this came out. The face with the cutouts are very smart because mm-hmm. you can still see her in it. Um, I like the addition of the netting cape. It completes the look. Um, the gill neckline is fabulous. I thought this was a monster smash. Yeah. Like, I thought she had a really good night. I liked it a lot. Again, if it were me, I would have literally just crawled out on my hands yeah. and just had my legs, like, dangling in the Well, back, I mean, but... I'm sure she didn't do that because, you know, she probably had a lot of booty holes in it. <laughs> True. It would have completely come apart. <laughs> it, yeah. Um, Nina West. First off, that fucking mask reveal was oh, so good. So good. What she did well was she took the materials and the fabric she could work with and created an effective, like, hodgepodge of a costume where even if she wasn't the best seamstress, she was able to create something that was still evocative. Nina West absolutely killed this week, and it is so upsetting that she didn't get any recognition for it. And, like, even if there was an issue with the outfit... You didn't notice it I because didn't of the face. It. I thought it was her incredible. face sold this look. It was incredible. Yeah, monster smash. Yes, Raja. I'm gonna just say something, and I'm probably wrong, but I think she's basically wearing the fur from her zodiac look. <laughs> like, she's got the horns because I guess there was a surplus of horns this season. I guess so. Why it's did bad. I fucking want horns. And this is where that cat beat should have come in from the first look. Yeah. Like. She would look like a fucking cat, not like a skull collect a bone collector. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it. No. Um, I like a queen who can plan a journey through their looks. She did two animals. One takes away from the other. I want versatility, and Miss Raja, you need to go because you're not giving me versatility. I mean, even still, if if she had done a fierce cat face, and just done like. Sexy cat, cat witch, cat monster. Right, then it's a journey that ties all together. But yes, that, but two was, out of three, you're And right. they were different animal. It's, yeah. no. Monster Bash, goodbye. Monster Bash. Sugar Cane. Um, the wife of Satan <coughs> look is just a bunch of items thrown together that make no sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and her face is still pink. Mm-hmm. And it takes away from the look. And all um, that merkin. Yeah. Sugar's second look was great, but... She deserved to be at the bottom. Yeah, this was a bash. Like it was, it was a bash, bash, bash for bash. her. Yeah, Brooklyn Heights. Okay, so she's going for Black Widow, which is a spider. Mm-hmm. Yet she's got a snake around her head. Yeah, no concept. Where is the monster? Mm-hmm. Yes, she has achieved fuckability in this look, but I'm really questioning after seeing all three and now seeing almost everyone at the on the runway at this point. How did she win this challenge? What are we not seeing? It's all rigged, girl. This was a monster bash. It was a it bash, was, bash, bash. It was a bash. She looked sexy, but what was the monster? Yeah, I was very, very disappointed. Yeah. Ariel Versace. Um, so she's a weird mermaid in her opinion. Um, I think this may have been a better take on the mermaid runway um, than some of the queens did for season 10. 
Um, it's generic. It's fine. In context of the challenge, it's a monster bash. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess technically a mermaid is a monster, but it it was boring. Is it a monster, though? That's the thing. It's like, we, pr- we, we pride ourselves in loving mermaids. We revere mermaids. So I mean, the thing is, you could be like a Harry yeah. Potter mermaid and be, like, scary as shit. I don't know Harry Potter. Oh. It's Never seen Harry Potter! There, I mean, like... Don't worry. There, uh, in the new uh, feature, Make Mike Watch, we will be watching all eight, eight movies? Eight? Eight, yeah. I'm going to be doing it and then we'll have a big panel um, people telling me why I'm an idiot for never watching Harry Potter and I'm, I'm going to dissect Harry Potter as a first timer and not knowing anything I think like if you were a mermaid you could pull it off you could again like if like if I'm a mermaid I have a fin I can't walk I would have literally crawled but yeah even Monet the, like Monet's mermaid from last season yeah. was a monster yeah that was a monster yeah there are ways she could have pulled it off yeah. but she didn't well Evie Oddly um, I like the idea of attempting a voodoo doll, but I'm concerned um, someone has one of her and was fucking up her drag as she was getting ready. Mm. Um, concept of their execution was not. Yeah, I think, again, like I said it earlier, Evie could have completely destroyed this challenge. Yeah. I think she played it safe because she was worried. Mm-hmm. Monster bash. Yeah. And finally, Dr. Silky Nutmeg Ganache made a stunning look, but this was not the assignment. Again, without context, it does not read monster. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that she went for something different. I like the white hair on her, actually. Mm. It made a very strong statement against the red. But it's just... What monster is this? It's a bash. Yeah. Bash, bash, bash. This runway was very disappointing. Yeah. I think I sat there the whole time with my mouth just, like, agape at just how disappointing it was. Well, we just ran through all 33 looks from this runway. Yay, we did it. And now it's time for the judges' critiques. So, first off, Nina, Akira, Scarlett, Vanjie, and Raja are all safe. How in the hell did Nina land safe the, and not win and Raja not in the bottom? The biggest gag. What did gag. we miss that Rue didn't? The biggest gag. Again, I think it... I, I, it, it drag Race is rigged. It's rigged. Sure. The producers have a plan, and that's what they stick to. Yeah, I mean, we all go back to season four when Chad Michaels was supposed to win, but Sharon Needles proved that she was better than her quote-unquote contract said, Mm -hmm. and that's why Sharon won and All-Stars 1 was created. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, there's, there's something about this. This was the first time this season for me where I'm like, I don't agree with Rue. Mm -hmm. What is happening here? Yeah. It was a shock, for sure, that Nina wasn't in the top. And not, yeah, not, like, in the top, fine. She should have won. She should have won. Absolutely. She killed it. She should have won. Yeah. I'll always be mad about that. Well, let's talk about what the um, judges said. Plastique, Elvira loved how snatched she looks in her Playboy Bunny look. And Michelle thinks her MILF look is the most fuckable, but she's missing personality from her. Mm. Sugar Cane, Kara loved The Witch Please and wants to watch that movie. Um, Elvira didn't know what uh, her trampy trick-or-treater was, so Sugar explains that it was a troll doll, and Michelle is so confused. That face, that was me. Um, (laughs) And Ross thinks her her MILF is messy, (coughs) and Elvira says the carpet does not match the drapes. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn, Elvira thinks her mummy costume was amazing. Um, Kara loved the Enchantress look, obviously, and Elvira wants to borrow her MILF costume for her day look. I mean, that's fine, but... Elvira's not a monster, so it works for her. Yeah. Ariel, Kara loved the syringes. Michelle thinks her look was cute, but the execu- execution was marginal. Michelle thinks mermaids aren't monstrous. And Ross wants to know what her legacy in drag is. This, Ross this season is, like, going He's in. He's calling them out. And He's, he said. I mean, like, what? This, this is, what, fifth season? Yeah. He, he he's made his mark. He knows mm-hmm. his place on this show, and yeah. I'm kind of here for it. And honestly, like, I think you do need some... I mean, like, Michelle's always the villain, but, like, I think it's also good to have, like, another person just sit there and be like, what are you doing? Like, like you're on Drag Race. Yeah. I would... This is going to be a hot take. I would kind of be okay if they said, Carson, thank you for your time. We're keeping Ross full-time. Yeah, where has Carson been? Has he been here? He's been on one or two episodes. Yeah, I don't know where he's... Yeah. He's... Yeah. But I'm I'm here for Ross this season. Yeah, I'm loving Ross him. Is giving it to um, Evie. Kara was speechless with her Dinah look, and Elvira thinks it's in her top ten drag moments, which you disagree with. Um, and I'm glad we finally are recognizing that laugh that she has. It's so good. I 
Um, have another favorite laugh, but I... Who's, who's laugh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. Monique. Oh, God, Monique. Uh, <laughs> Ross thought her witch please was simple, but Kara wanted a little more, and Evie said she'll bite a baby's head off. Um, and I don't see her not doing that. Yeah. Um, Ross calls her monster a um, monster I want to take to a fundraiser. Yeah. Agreed. I, yeah. Then Silky. Avira thinks her unicorn was cute, but sexy, and you shouldn't mix that with children. Um, Michelle thinks her Evelyn was Oprah, and I'm kind of seeing that too. I guess I, all of us watching were kind of taken aback by that comment. I think it's like just be, I don't know. I, me, it's because she did Oprah last week, yeah. and it was a very similar pain, and that's what I think she was responding yeah, to. Yeah, okay. Um, and Ross thinks her monster is a gorgeous look, but Michelle calls out the shabby dressmaking, which she kind of was. Yeah. All right, it's time for the lip sync. But beforehand, we learn that Brooklyn Heights wins the challenge and $3,000 to TravelGay.com. And is there any other way to travel? <laughs> if that's not their tagline, um, you're welcome. Um, Plastique, Evie, and Silky are safe, leaving Sugar and Ariel in the bottom. And the song that they will be lip syncing to is I'm Your Baby Tonight by Whitney Houston. It's a pretty mild lip sync. I thought it was going to be a double elimination. Both, yeah, both Sugar and Ariel are giving emotions, but the lip sync doesn't ignite until the slow-mo and dramatic music pops in as Ariel slips and falls. <laughs> oh, girl, you done messed up real good. Um, Ariel is absolutely rattled after this moment. Yeah. Like, she could not recover. That was she like a fair amount fall. It was... I mean, she pro- she probably hurt herself. Yeah. The way she fell tumbling she fell on her forward, hip hard. she... She hurt herself, yeah. and you could tell, like, she was putting her best face forward, mm-hmm. but she was fucked. She was done. She was like, yeah. that was thank it. you for your time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after this moment, Ariel's eliminated, and mm-hmm. Sugar stays. Shall we talk about Untucked a little bit? Yeah, why not? All right. So, the girls don't find any glory in being safe. Nina thinks, despite her win um, previously, it was eclipsed by the six-person lip sync, and she wants just feedback. I get it. Yeah. What you you're putting all this work in? You want to know what worked, what didn't, because you know they're if, not going to like come back later and be like, okay, this is what they would have said later. Yeah. No. They and don't get honestly, that. if I were Nina, I would have felt like I killed that challenge because she did, she and did. I like I would have been slightly confused of. Like, I want feedback, too, because, like, I thought she deserved feedback. She did I great. mean, everyone is comparing this season, in a way, to season seven. Mm. That it's a season of the look. It's look yeah. queen focused. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the mentality, because last season was the season of the look with Aquaria. Yeah. But I feel like, in a way, Nina is getting the Ginger Minch treatment. Yeah, I Where was say you it's have this Minch. brilliant, comedic, quote-unquote, plus-size artist yeah. who gives you campy... But it's not equal in the eyes of the panel. Yeah, it's sad it, to me. It's, yeah. The girls all agree that Ariel and Sugar are in the bottom, and then Akira calls out Ariel for looking the same in every look. Rightfully so. I'm not necessarily here for Akira. She's not a favorite of mine, but I appreciate her being the voice of reason. Yeah, is kind of like a dark horse, I feel like. She's been, like, safe or, like, in the background, and she gives, like, her commentary in the confessional, and she has good runways, I think she's gonna kind of skate through unless she shows us something we haven't seen yet, but she's been doing okay. Yeah. Well, Nina knows that Brooklyn is the one to beat now as the look queen, and Scarlett, we learn, has been with women, and Nina reveals that she's never been with a woman before. Mm -hmm. And now we're gonna learn again more about uh, Nina's backstory, and she tells the girls that uh, she was out and gay in her freshman year of college, and that during her sophomore year, um, an underground hate group threatened her to the point of phone calls with the voice decoder. And Nina is trying to tell this story with a messed up mouth, and that is kind of what made this moment, where it's like you have this really, really deep, dark history that you're sharing, but you look so silly, <laughs> and that's what Drag Race is. Yeah, that's what Drag it. is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nina reminds the girls and the young gays in the world watching this show about Matthew Shepard, and if you don't know or don't remember, please do yourself a favor, remind yourself of his story, and think about how much has or hasn't changed since he was murdered. I just posted something yesterday about how we have an openly gay man running for president, and like, it's just not even news, and that's like, that's news itself. Oh my god, there was a fucking article, I think it was on Slate, um, about this queer woman writing about him uh-huh. and basically being like, well, it's just another. Uh, oh, yeah, they were like, is he, is he like, diverse enough? 
And it's like, no, really? it's a big deal. Like, a gay man is running for president, openly gay, with a <laughs> and husband. And who was in the military? Who was in the military. Come on. He speaks, like, 10 million different languages. And, like, the fact that it, his sexuality isn't an issue is, like, a big deal. Yeah. But that, anyway. that that's not for another <laughs> podcast. But we need a whole No, but I, I think, like, it... It's it's important to remind ourselves the history yeah. that we forget, and we it wasn't even that long ago. Matthew Shepard was no. in the nineties. I know, it, yeah, we forget it. It's very very sad, but yeah. that's the truth. Um, but I'm glad Nina used her platform to tell the kids what we should be fighting for, mm-hmm. and we need change despite all this hate in this country. Nina is a winner in my book, no matter what happens. I think um, she has the best platform. I agree. The girls all come back, and Ariel says it's a thousand percent her and Sugar. Ariel claims her mis- she misinterpreted the challenge because distressing the colors is monster. What? Girl, you didn't misinterpret. You done fucked up. You done fucked up. Uh, Sugar knows she messed up and is super emotional about <laughs> it. So Ariel and Sugar have a moment. And Ariel starts to get emotional, but I think her confidence supersedes any emotion that she can bring. I, I It's almost like she's afraid to cry on, on camera. Mm. I mean, I have this whole thing with, like, Instagram queens and queens that are just, like, they have this whole, they're their own brand. Yeah. And they have built this brand online, and then they're on TV, and then suddenly they, they're they're hit with these new things of, like, how am I going to stick to my brand mm-hmm. while also, like, being on RuPaul's Drag Race? And yeah. that, it's interesting to see as, like, these new queens, like Aquaria, like, Aquaria has no personality, you know? Not it's at like all. and that's my issue with you like can't Instagram teach like social media queens. It's like, yeah, you can look beautiful, but and like Plastique they said we haven't seen a personality. Like, yeah, you can look gorgeous, but where's your personality? Yeah. That's such well, a big part of drama. Bottom is not a place where Ariel wants to be, but I'm pretty sure she is a bottom. She's a big all bottom. Um, well, the crew comes in, they wheel out a video screen because it's time for a video from Gilbert. Yay! Um, Sugar breaks down because Gilbert is honestly the man of all of our dreams. <laughs> like, how do I find a man that loves me like that? Love is real, but where's my love? <laughs> It'll come, girl. Universe, I'm old, I need love. <laughs> um, the story about the Marine Corps ball is touching mm-hmm. and sincere, and seeing the photos of the two of them is just precious. Yeah. And um, I think Ariel decided to walk away because she was defeated that she didn't get a video. Mm. Why do you think it was Sugar who got the video and not Ariel? Do you think it was Sugar's time until that fall? Mm, maybe. Well, Akira and Plastique talk um, Ariel off the ledge despite feeling as if she's letting people down just as a social media girl. But look in the mirror. No filters added. When I look into a mirror, it breaks. <laughs> When I look into a mirror, Bloody Mary comes and kills me. <laughs> well, Elvira, Elvira strolls backstage, and it's Plastique once again who gets the confessional freaking out about a pop culture icon. Says the girl who doesn't know anything about pop I culture. I think that's shady editing. I, it's so shady, and I'm actually kind of really ha- here for it, because it's making her look so bad. Yeah. Um, she posted something on Twitter, and it was like, just because I'm pretty doesn't mean I'm privileged. And I was like, girl, wrong. come on. Um, Nina tells Elvira that she was confused as a kid, and Elvira thinks she still looks confused. <laughs> um, and then we see Ariel step on her train backstage, and I think this was foreshadowing, if I've ever seen foreshadowing before. Absolutely. Ariel laments that it sucks going home fifth as she packs her stuff. Um, she has a huge passion, but she's not giving up. She's going to work this world, and if that's not her plea to get on that tour, I don't know what is. So I got some burning questions for you. Yeah. Is Ariel Versace more than a social media queen? What is her legacy post trackers? Yikes. Um, listen, I'm willing to give anyone a chance. If she wants to show that she's more than an Instagram queen, show me. Don't tell me. You know? And so honestly, from what I've seen, she's an Instagram queen and she does that really, really well, and that works for her, and it's gotten her thousands of followers but at the end of the day that's all she's showed me so far yeah how is raja still around is next week the week she finally bites the dust i hope so i think they're gonna maybe find a way to keep her because she's the villain of the season she calls everyone out unjustly in my opinion Mm -hmm. but i don't know but i also think there's only so much of that we can take but I also thought there was only so much of the chest glitter I could take, and they still have that. So, True. Well, next week we see that we're going to the Olympics because it's the first ever Drag Olympics. Yay! And I'm getting reminded of Season 9's cheerleading challenge. Mm-hmm. 
Should we be worried that someone's going to break their knee? Well, I don't know what settlement Eureka got from that cheerleading challenge, but it I hope It was called they, coming back. Right. I hope they learn that, you know, they got to be safe with their, their queens. I mean, there's no drag queen union. Is there anyone you think is going to excel at this challenge? It looks like they were doing gymnastics. Yeah, I think uh, anyone... And Kahan is probably being like, fuck, right. I, this was my challenge. Um, Maybe... It's Brooklyn, Brooklyn, right? Yeah, I was going to say Brooklyn. This but... is her saloons, again. Yeah, I think, again, it's rigged. I think they just are trying to set it up to show like who they want the top people to be. And I think they want Silky to be in the top. I think they want Brooklyn to be in the top. I think... Nina... They, they're they doing Nina Dirty Girl. They want Nina to be up there, but I don't think they can. I think it's going to be like Miss Cracker. I think she's going to be yep. incredible. And, and then they want Evie to win, one little thi- yeah, I think Evie's going to be in the top. Um, And I think one little thing is going to send Nina home, which is so unfair. But, yeah. I mean, it was unfair for Cracker, too, but here we are. Justice for Cracker. Yeah. Well, where can we find you on social media? You can find me at Kiki Ball Change. On Instagram, Twitter, you can find me on Facebook, um, you can find me on YouTube, I have a whole baking show that I do, um, I think that's about it. Oh, and Venmo. <laughs> yeah, Venmo. Venmo. If you want to tip a bit. What is it? It's Kiki Ball Chains. Perfect. Well, this was a pleasure. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks once again to Kiki for joining me. Make sure to tap that subscribe button and leave us a five-star review. Follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.